ప్రేమ స్వరూపం Dear listeners, Sairam from Prashanti Nilayam. Today is the 27th of June. Lovely day. The day adds up to 9. It is the month of 6 and you have the year ending with 9. When you are in Prashanti Nilayam, every day seems so divine. We've been continuing this series of contemplating on the beautiful love story that unfolded 50 years ago in Vrindavan that Sai Krishna recreated. It's over 25 episodes of learning with love in Vrindavan and there is so much more to share every student you talk to. Even if Bhagwan has stayed just for a month or two during his student days in Vrindavan, he has volumes to share because that is how power-packed, divinely love-suffused every moment in Vrindavan was and continues to be. If you ever step into the Vrindavan ashram in the Whitefield area of Bengaluru, don't miss to be there for the morning sessions you have the chance to actually see the residence of bhagwan during the early morning hours when they do the puja of trishwara lingam so going back in time we have covered the story of how bhagwan used to visit bangalore way back in the 40s and then we shared with you how Swami used to stay in Nandanavanam, how he acquired or rather accepted the gift of Mohan Palace and christened it Vrindavanam in April 30, 1964 and how the college started in 69, then how the hostel came up in 77 and how the whole saga of Bhagavan turning everyone who stepped in with his green raw hat heart into gold into his bangaru he shared with you stories from the 70s through the 80s how the tri vrindavan came into being and then about the unforgettable tri sessions today we continue from there and by bhagwan's grace we have a member of team radio sai brother sai prakash to share about how it was to be in Pandavan in the 90s. And before we go on to sharing the sweet memories of being with Bhagwan in Trai, if you have been watching the uploads of Radio Sai, if you are tuned to what we have been doing and following our posts on YouTube, on Instagram, 
on Facebook, then you will be someone who has asked the question, what is Radio Sai next? What are all these promos about this new venture from Radio Sai? Someone asked me, brother, what is this Radio Sai next for young adults? So what role has young adults got to play in Radio Sai next? Is it for all? Is it only for young adults? So how is it different? What is it going to have? What is it going to be? Is it going to be videos? It is going to be drama? Is it going to be a play? Is it going to be cartoons? So many questions. And today, we have Brother Sai Prakash, who has been working on this idea for so many months. In fact, he was blessed by Bhagwan to be in the Discovery office, the Discovery Channel office. For six months, he got trained there. And with all those inputs that he has gathered and all the beautiful lessons that Swami has taught him. He's someone who has had the chance to study in Bhagwan's institution right from his KG, as Swami says, right from his grade one. So entire education he has had at Bhagwan's lotus feet. And all that is finding fruition as he works for Radio Sai and now comes a new venture. Radio Sai next. So brother, Sai Prakash, so happy to have you for outside inside deep inside so tell us all about what is outside inside and deep inside of radio sign next <laughs> thank you thank you brother vishu i am very happy to be here and offer myself at bhagwan's lotus feet this is a great opportunity to discuss and you know brainstorm about this whole effort called radio sign next the thing is radio sign next the first look is for the next generation. Yeah. So, <laughs> what is it that we want to present to the next generation, which is new in the sense? So, after a lot of thought and, um, you know, looking at the youth who come to Prashantinilyam, looking at the children of devotees, grandchildren of devotees who have sort of, quote-unquote, lost touch with the Sai movement. And there are so many, I mean, billions of people around the globe who are not aware of Swami. So, when you look at social media today, when you look at some of the ways in which the message is being put across, what happens is people are searching for solutions based on themes and based on issues that they have in their daily life. So, if we are able to present this message in such a context, present it in such a way that they feel it relevant to their problems of today, then automatically more people will come. So, two words which one of our teammates was uh, pointed out stuck in my mind. One is reverence and relevance. So, what happens is in my way of thinking, when Swami was physically around, physically present here, the moment you saw him, <laughs> fell in love and yes. it was reverence at first sight. Yes. <laughs> love at first sight and reverence at first sight. So, what happened for us is whatever Swami spoke, whatever He said and whatever He did, we understood that there was a meaning to it. We understood that there was a purpose to it and um, we believed in everything that He said and we still believe because we love Him. But if you look at the generation today, they are not having that opportunity of connecting with the physical form. Because there is no way they can see the physical form. Of course, Swami has left behind a lot of videos, thousands and thousands of hours of videos, which uh, no other avatar has done. But even then, the Kali Yuga is so, <laughs> so full of distraction. And um, 
so it almost feels like you have to go through the path of distraction to reach out and stabilize so you know social media is full about this of distraction every second you're looking at something new every second you're looking at something different and um, so the idea is can we present swami's message in such a way that people feel its relevance understand its relevance to their problems and what happens is there is whether we uh, believe it or not or whether we accept it or not a quote unquote a social identity that youngsters have that is in the sense people judge them by what are the posts they are sharing yes what are the kind of posts they are sharing so it is not important where i should go for my vacation <laughs> what is important it is where to go so that the pictures are appropriate for my facebook profile <laughs> <laughs> Instagram page. <laughs> yeah, it's it's vacations are decided basically on what is the social media message that I'm going to project. <laughs> you know, actually, it's very interesting because I was seeing one um, series on Netflix, mm-hmm. which is very very deep and very profound. And uh, the series name is of course Black Mirror, mm-hmm. and Black Mirror is something which plays on this technology, which plays on technology, and you know. one episode which i saw which was very beautiful is they try to create situation in which technology solves your problem mm. okay so for example a young couple they just married and very happy and very loving and very very close to each other and uh, the husband just drives out for some work and he meets with an accident and dies so obviously the wife is so heartbroken and she does not know what to do in her life she's left all alone and she's like she's completely lost at the verge of you know going mad and at that time there's a suggestion that comes that if you want you can recreate your husband mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay technologically technologically so she's like she said wow is that possible mm-hmm. and they said but there's a limitation now the husband that you're going to create is going to be made from all the posts that he has made on social media <laughs> see because we talk a lot about ourselves on social media yes. and um, so obviously she thought that would be she didn't realize the consequences and she thought obviously that's a great opportunity and her husband actually came back mm. but his memory and his reactions to life is based completely on what he believed and he posted on social media yes. because all the content is taken from his public postings in social media mm-hmm. and that is put fed into him mm-hmm. now initially it starts off very well and she is very happy but slowly she realizes that that is a very shallow part of yourself mm. so social media everybody is smiling Mm. everybody is grinning but mm-hmm. uh, does it show the loneliness that's there inside that is does it show the pain 45% of uh, people in the us mm-hmm. above the age of 45 mm-hmm. are lonely right mm. <laughs> yeah so, so what happens is you want a sort of acceptance from society when you post something in social media and um, everybody is always smiling and you always think everybody else is having a, the best of times they are having the best i wish if only everybody's life was as rosy and honky dory as the social <laughs> media post show no that that's exactly what they tried to bring out in this episode so what happens is he comes back to life her husband comes back to life with memory limited to what was posted in social media and she starts seeing that when she tells him like for example she says tells him no i don't want to speak to you he'll say okay and he'll go off 
and she'll say no you're supposed to ask me please i want to speak to you <laughs> but that was not posted in social media <laughs> and so but he's very quick at learning because he's a computer yes, he's machine, com- learning. machine learning so the moment she tells him once mm. immediately he understands she he understands that this is how he has to respond so but whatever it is there's a gap so much and so this series was very interesting in the sense that it brought out the technology doesn't give you all solutions yes. but at the same time that is the tool we have yes. today yes. and um, like somebody was earlier telling in the different yugas you have different danavas you have <laughs> rakshasas of different technology in a sense is um, one uh, i mean it can trick you as bhagwan used to say yeah i remember in one of the sessions in an interview swami was like all the elders were there and i was part of that and swami is asking what is technology and uh, everybody knew swami is going to give an answer so they didn't and i was like uh, a fool and i said swami i said swami you say that technology is technology and swami said ah you are telling me what i am only saying <laughs> swami said yes that is true but there is another meaning to technology and he said what humans are supposed to do if machines start doing that is technology mm-hmm. oh okay wow that what humans are supposed to do if machines start doing that is technology and um, as we all know it has both yes. positive and negative effects take knowledge right that mm. is another spin that some gave <laughs> yeah. about technology take knowledge, take knowledge yes. so radio sign next because this is a language if you look at it as a separate language as a separate approach to life social media has become so popular and so necessary in today's life and the people define their identities based on social media so what the whole effort is can we present the message in a contemporary style because what happens is now there are billions of people who have not seen swami physically and uh, if you are able to present the message in a relevant manner in a contemporary style without giving a half an hour talk i mean how many people today have the time to listen to half an hour talks or even one hour talks so can we make it small and can we make it interesting and relevant at the same time it does not mean that it's a substitute for the original this is just an introduction so what happens is anybody who's looking for answers hopefully these small videos these small clips that we are making will give them some glimpse give them some idea of what are the possible answers now once they get that introduction then it's left to them Yes. If they want to know more about Swami, if they want to read more about Swami, we have tons of material on Radio Sai already, yes. and uh, there is no substitute to reading his own uh, words, his own writing. See what happens is a lot of thought has got in, gone into Radio Sai next because what will we do? What can we say? Swami has said everything. Swami has done everything. So there is nothing more to say than what Swami has already said. But we can take that. those words and present them in a contemporary style you can take those words and put it into a situation in daily life you can put it in a form of a music video you can put one or two thoughts in the form of a music video you can put it in the form of an animation you can put it in the form of a photo story there are different formats we are exploring so when we were thinking whether it is right to do it in this way or whether it is not appropriate whether we should do it or not one of the science fires which came which um, really you know that day i was in tears because i was looking for validation and i was praying to swami swami is this needed is this what you would want us to do is this along going along the lines that you would want us to work on 
and that time one of the days when science bites came and in that swami says the words are so powerful he says god is neither ancient nor modern wow <laughs> he says god is neither ancient nor modern so he's both and neither <laughs> yes. so he says his glory never changes hmm. but present him if you must in a modern manner hmm. in a modern style so that he might be understood today correct this is the you know science by and then he says if a child is reluctant to swallow a pill insert the pill in a plantain and offer the child both the plantain and the pill hmm. so that the child may swallow the plantain and the pill but do not change the nature of the pill to suit the whims and fancies of the child because then the illness cannot be cured Mm. wow <laughs> <laughs> i mean in this one quote yes and you will not believe it this is a quote that swami gave in 1961 wow <laughs> 1961 swami is talking about modern manner modern style he's talking about god is neither ancient nor modern don't think that you know you have to go to some ancient this thing he is ever modern ever new nitya yes. nutanam he is the latest he is there on every second he is there yes. he is what is most relevant for today so he says present him if you must in a modern manner in a modern style so that is in a way that is the hint that we have taken we are trying our best of obviously we need a lot of professional support we need to take the presentations to a level where youth and devotees feel confident of sharing this material with their colleagues who are new to swami you know sharing it with their extended family sharing it with the children sharing it with their uh, teachers with their friends who have no idea of who satyasai baba is so when this video reaches them they will at least get an introduction of what swami's message is all about so that that is the whole purpose of radio sign next and that's what we are trying wow. right <laughs> you know when i was thinking about uh, next what occurred to me is first new mm. i saw me says give it in a new format right and what is it that you have to give in a new format it is the same noble message right. it is the same noble message e is here the most important value of empathy right. i think that is what is the core of love all serve all help ever absolutely never. absolutely empathy and x to me it seems like there is everybody is going to have an x factor to it <laughs> <laughs> because there is going to be something which will mm. make you think you know mm. it, there is an x factor as i say you know uh, world cup is going on and you say okay what is the x factor in this match okay mm. in this match x factor is this player because mm. if this player wants he can turn the game <laughs> because he is the all rounder exactly. so there is an x factor to every video and you have t t's we are using technology yes we mm. are using technology you are taking the knowledge that as bhagwan says use the knowledge to skill not kill so <laughs> to my mind i mean that very <laughs> good acronym <laughs> yeah to interpreting it well, but then as you said you know we do our best and leave it uh, to him to decide how he wants to take it forward so brother so let's st- step back <laughs> <laughs> go back in time <laughs> and and go back to those days when swami really gave us these moments that today we are trying to present to the world in a new format no absolutely see one of the main things which we are trying is taking the message and presenting it in a way which is very relevant to us so what happens is that you know a snapshot if you look at it that is exactly what swami did in three sessions oh yeah <laughs> absolutely see in three sessions in brindavan he was not the formal self he Correct. was not 
भगवान श्री सत्य साई बाबा द अवतार ऑफ द एज यू से बाग कुछ एंड से what this fellow is talking he he would come down to our level yes because it's all students there and then swami would and that is how you know every person felt that connect right that's what we are trying to do we mm. want to connect to the young adults yes. we want to connect to the youth and that's what uh, i mean if you see physically swami was in his mm. 70s <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah but you know we connected him <laughs> with him so well. he came to our level and yes. you know we were in our teens at that time yes. when you just when you complete yeah. your 12th standard and you yes. go there yeah. so you're 17 18 years old and <laughs> that's like the peak of your and you feel swami is my best friend <laughs> yeah adolescence and and for some time you know you are asking so many questions because if you look at the media today if you look at productions everything is based on adolescence because that is an area that's an age group when everybody is confused yes. you're very confused about so many things in life purpose of life what you have to do where what is your vision where you want to go what are my weaknesses what are my strengths and uh, facing yourself so so many things happen at that age and uh, we were so fortunate that you know swami put us in the safest of places in the world but at the same time what he did was he did give us glimpses of what life is about in the three sessions and uh, the tone with which he spoke the nature of the topics the themes that he touched upon the way he explained with stories with analogies with you know so these are the things we are trying to do in radio side next no can we take them and make them very very real yes i won't say casual i would say more real because life is as it is you know you cannot put on a cap and you cannot put on a mask and say oh this is how life is no life is as it is you are there in the world you have peer pressure i mean you don't want to smoke you don't want to drink you don't want to have any kind of habits that are not good for you but there is peer pressure and you want to stay stand tall you want to prove that you know i am also cool yes no, exactly these are the problems that youth face and uh, based on the survey that we had done more than 70% of the problems are based on relationships yes so at this age you are trying to figure out what is love what is friendship what is goodness what is bad what is good so there's so many questions so swami has always spoken about the power of youth in um, kodai once when we were there in our batch swami was saying youth is like a panchapaksha parmanam mm-hmm. so he would say that it is like a green leaf tender plantain leaf on which all the food dishes are served fresh dishes are served and he said it looks so beautiful it's fresh it looks so tasty and it is so tasty everything is so beautifully cooked but if you go and offer it to the devil hmm then the leaf is torn off the food is just scattered and certain things are here there and he says that plate of food which is so fresh which is so beautiful that should be offered to god so he says youth is like that like a fresh plantain leaf with all the food items all the dishes beautifully cooked and laid out that you should offer to god and when you offer to that to god then he will make sure that your life is sanctified when that's what happens in the time of the youth you get carried away and all your senses are driven to things wherein the devil is actually that's uh, the idea i mean uh, yeah it's it's very difficult to say what is the devil and what is god and yeah, i mean absolute terms are very difficult and uh, you know sometimes people think that they are impractical 
like there is no like what is absolute good and what is absolute bad yes so but when you look at the same concept of what is good and bad and if you present it in terms of what is short term versus long term yes so you know somebody may think that instant we want everything instant today mm. so i want instant gyan if i press <laughs> if i if i look at social media for one hour and then okay at least half moksha i have got <laughs> i can come back tomorrow and browse the second half and then complete that portion of moksha so that i get a complete moksha package so <laughs> life is not like that yes. and uh, so what happens is everything is instant so people think that what is instant is real hmm. sometimes what is instant may be fantastic it might be an outpouring of inspiration see because like for example scientists artists you're sitting you're contemplating staring at that blank canvas but then you know a gush of uh, inspiration comes something comes from the source you know it just flows out and then you you start painting Yes. Or you're waiting for that moment as a musician. You're just waiting. There is the tanpura going on in the background. But for the first note that a musician sings in a concert, he or she they're waiting for that inspiration. It has to come from within. And the moment that inspiration comes, then they start. So there are certain things which are instant, but that instant is based on a lot of background yes. it is based on years of practice it's based on years of experience it's based on hours and hours of hard work and then when in that moment when you forget yourself then the inspiration comes yes so in fact uh, if the rock broke at the 108th stroke right we saw only the 108th <laughs> stroke <laughs> we not seen the 107 attempts that were made but i think as you are saying you know one has to become one with that whole idea and it it should possess you like it is uh, your very breath in fact i remember in one of the three sessions swami was talking about his visit to hubli mm -hmm. and then swami said that uh, at that point in time there were a lot of mathadipatis who had come and probably you will remember the story where these madhadipatis were all shiva bhaktas okay and they didn't want to hear any other name of the lord mm -hmm. no krishna no rama they will almost tell the shiva 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 put mm. you know they cannot bear to hear any other name of the lord and swami goes there swami gives a talk there and then at the end of the discourse swami starts singing govind krishna ji <laughs> gopal krishna ji and and all these people they don't even realize that they are following swami and they have actually uttered the word govind and krishna <laughs> and then actually i remember swami gave this example to say that you know this is how you should become one swami is actually speaking to the music boys and swami is saying see you should become one so mm. people also forget mm. forget the milieu forget uh, where they are I mean, that is how involved uh, one should be i think you know you'll you'll remember many such three sessions no absolutely see that's why uh, what you know when you are in your teens and you start attending three sessions they make a very very deep impact in you and see you feel that first thing you as a teenager you feel man spirituality is not boring yeah <laughs> spirituality is fun fun yes it is fun and it is a way in which you can have the maximum fun fun yes imagine if nothing affects you <laughs> <laughs> yeah see not in a bad way but when you understand the impermanence of things yes. and when you start seeing that everything is a reflection of yourself Yes. how the world responds to you is see that is the highest level of philosophy that's the highest level why, of why is it that you know people are thinking i have achieved so much mm. but that monk 
Hello, he has done nothing actually. And he's but, so, but he has he's so blissful. <laughs> yeah. And see the beauty with Brindavan. See the thing is the discipline that is needed at yes. that age is very very strict in discipline in yes. Brindavan. Brindavan. And the Brindavan hostel and the college they follow the rules very very strictly to the T. To the T actually. So but that is what is needed at that age group correct when you are in that age your mind can easily waver from here to there and it can just waste away the time and uh, i'm sure in your series of conversations you would have heard many students say that brindavan is the time when your talents actually blossom yes because you are given the time you are given the opportunity you are given the encouragement yes you are given that you know the teachers are so enthusiastic they come and tell you Yes you're good you can do it yes. you know you know further go ahead with your work so that kind of encouragement which we got uh, in our youth days so that that stays with you throughout your life absolutely that stays with you so brindavan was like that beautiful place where swami molded the youngsters and uh, historically all the summer courses were held in brindavan oh yes and uh, you know so that i think it's that atmosphere it's that uh, environs where you know you define or redefine spirituality as something very very approachable yes as the best bet in life yes <laughs> i mean it's always a choice between what's easy and what's right mm. and um, so at every point in time if you just look start looking at what is right then i think over year, months and but years the most beautiful thing was sami conveyed all these lessons but mm. he did it in a manner right which was so sweet so subtle and uh, so smooth that you didn't even realize that these things are actually being drilled into you <laughs> <laughs> absolutely see i mean i remember a very very beautiful uh, episode which happened uh, after we were together in the kodai trip yes. in the year 99 so that was when i completed my undergraduate 99 so we went to the kodai trip and we came back and um, swami gave two three big apples big apples to brother sudindran mm. and swami said now you go and call these particular boys and uh, because it was still vacation time he said go to one room close all the windows close all the doors cut this apple and have it <laughs> <laughs> so these these boys and swami had mentioned certain names so you were there in that i was there in that and i remember we went to that sea floor some one of those rooms and we closed all the doors and windows and then we said wow what a way to eat an apple <laughs> so it was a huge apple and such a juicy apple but then there was also a message and swami told him to convey that uh, he wants to meet all of us the next day in trai and uh, brother sudindran very sweetly gave the apple and he said see uh, swami is going to go to uh, mr balram sir's house for lunch and swami has uh, told that you you all will come uh, with him and so swami has told that you all should be present in trai the next day at this point in time so we all were obviously very happy and uh, we ate the apple and all that and next day promptly we were standing near the gate and you had those small arches where people would sit when yes. he would call for an interview and we were standing there and swami came and he said oh why have you all come <laughs> why why did you all come and then he said come 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 so we all went inside and swami was sitting on the jula and i i will never never forget this because it has so many deep lessons mm. and uh, we all are sitting there so mes tell me why have you all come why why have you all come and then uh, many of us were silent <laughs> and i don't know who but one of us <laughs> told swami 
Swami, you have called us. Swami said, is it? <laughs> oh, I have called. For what I have called? <laughs> and then he said, Swami, uh, you are going to take us for lunch to Balram Sir's house. <laughs> <laughs> what is to say? <laughs> and Swami looked at this Sudhindran and Swami said, no chapawa did you tell did you tell <laughs> and then he was like uh, <laughs> so we said see too much talk oh god too much talk you should have just told them that swami is calling you that's all be ready be ready that's all is needed why you have to tell all this <laughs> then swami made beautiful drama that followed <laughs> and swami said now see what you have done so he was like wondering what he has done swami said it has all become lies it has all become lies and swami looked at mr balram who was sitting there in that little behind all of us in that outer circular room and swami said balram polo tell these boys and he said they were relatives tumba something he was <laughs> telling and swami said see now because of all that it's all cancelled and you have told them that you're going to balram's house it's all become lies now why you should speak too much talk too much talk bad boys too much talk and then we were wondering oh my god what happened <laughs> we got those juicy apples <laughs> those apples were sweet <laughs> but then we knew that this is sweeter because that is his concern so he was saying see too much talk then he asked so what whom all did you go and tell then he said swami nobody you went to the hostel you took the mic and announced made an announcement in the hostel <laughs> he said no swami i didn't then swami said anta mi friends kanta poi cheppava you went and told all your friends he said no swami i didn't oh that means you have friends <laughs> oh that means you have friends <laughs> he was like he didn't know then <laughs> swami said sira this is what is called cross questioning <laughs> in the court in the court lawyers this is what they do they will cross question so you should be careful about what you say and he was smiling and then he said see cross questioning so you have no no swami you are my only friend <laughs> see the beauty is when you believe it see initially we are taught things in primary school you are say where do you come from swami i come from you yes. then who is your best friend swami you are my best friend see these were things these were thoughts and ideas which were put into us yes. but it is left to us to believe in them and when we believe in them they sprout yes and when they sprout they become natural to us but till the time they become natural to us <laughs> yes. it is something we just put on and yes. it, so swami said uh, oh so you have friends how many <laughs> friends you know so so you are my only friend <laughs> so swami said see this is cross questioning mm. i said too much talk is not needed now because of all this See, unnecessarily so many things can go wrong. Okay, now cars are waiting outside. All of you get up and go inside. We will go to Balram's house. Mm. So this drama was so sweet, Absolutely. and uh, you know, I'm sure many such. I I remember uh, regarding this episode, mm. Swami. After we returned from Kodaikanal, he one day called and said that I'm going to watch every boy now. Right. And whoever. continues to be a good boy whoever passes my test of goodness <laughs> i will take that boy to kodikanal and i remember during those days you know we know that yeah swami is there with us swami is constantly there but i remember those during those days i was be so careful every thought that entered in my mind i am constantly that 
it, it was so predominant in my mind that Swami is watching. Swami is watching, right. and you know, whenever Swami is, uh, mm. he, he decides to take. We should be ready. Yeah, and mm. pick. I should be among them. You know, mm. it's like that. Oh, when the saints, <laughs> when the saints go marching in, how I long to be in that number. You know, mm. how terrible the feeling will be that you know I miss, I miss being part of that group. So that whole, I remember that was one phase when you constantly are thinking. Every thought, every gesture, with whom I'm talking, what I'm eating, what what is it that I'm thinking, even when I'm reading something, that Correct. was so predominant. And of course, <laughs> when Swami took you, you felt so happy. Yes. But I think that was one moment when you know Swami is giving you that experience of living with Swami. Actually. Correct. Correct. So that's what. See these lessons that Swami taught us. It is up to us how much we believe in them because nothing has changed. If you look at it that way, yes. nothing has changed. Swami is always present. Swami is always there. And in fact, maybe there are a million other ways in which Swami will reach out to you today. Yes. That those days we were limiting him to the physical form. Yes. We were expecting the response from the physical. In fact, that is another very important aspect of Brindavan, because you know, having studied here for twelve years and seeing Swami every day here, the moment I was taken to Brindavan, it came like a shock. In the first few months, I couldn't adjust there. Oh, I really couldn't adjust, and I, because I felt so cut off from Swami. Because you're not seeing every day. Swami. Yeah, we are not seeing him every day. Swami so, is so only when he comes there. Yeah, you are kind of forced to internalize him. You are kind of now suddenly you're thrown into a place, and I said, "Is this even a part of Swami's institution?" That is how I felt <laughs> in the every big, day. You are not having darshan. We are not having darshan. What is this place? Is it like a punishment initially? <laughs> See, initially you are totally thrown off, mm. and um, then when you start thinking, "Why Swami is doing this?" Has he stopped loving me? <laughs> he just told you now you go over. You're so like banished. <laughs> you're banished to Brindavan. <laughs> but then you start realizing that no, that is not what Swami wants. He wants you to think. He wants you to believe that he is with you. Hmm. And you know, in every small aspect of life in Brindavan, you start connecting it with Swami, and you start, like you said, always, constantly, you're, you in, know. In fact, because of this distance, hmm. you actually think about him more. You pine for him more. Yeah. You want to create more opportunities. You are honing your talents more because now every opportunity has become so precious. You might get one chance to go to Puttaparthi for a few days for Guru Purnima. You want to make best of no, that. No, that's the fact. In fact, you're constantly thinking on what can I do for Swami? What can I do to get close to Him? I always associate Brindavan with that pining for the Lord. Yes, it's always at least in my experience. Of course, I I'm sure the earlier batches it was more of a fulfillment because <laughs> Swami spent more time in Brindavan. Yes. Of course, when He comes there, it is fulfillment. It yes. is beyond anything else. Mm. But that pining, that pining is so sweet, mm. and you know you're constantly thinking of Him. You're constantly thinking, okay, just before I go to the afternoon session in the college, maybe I can just go quickly and just have one round in Thrai and then go. Mm. After lunch, we we could walk in into yes. Thrai. The lawns any time, and we had those deer, and we had those uh, you know that cage there, yes. and uh, all those animals. You could just go and sit there and watch them, and then you know talk to them and talk to Swami there, and yes. then go to the college. So in the evening times, we would have steady circles there in the lawns, yes. three lawns, yes. which were you know so beautiful, so beautiful, and there was a completely different atmosphere there, where you know constantly are pining for the Lord. Yes. 
in fact it reminds me of the prindavan of the dwapara yuga where right. you know, krishna in the initial years gave so much of himself right that you know every sand particle every tree every branch every twig was so suffused with his love mm. that people when they looked at anything they only pined for him more because they're missing him more because this is how beautiful it used to be when krishna was there right. so you know and that is how you know today radha has become synonymous with love and purity mm. I think there are very few discourses where Swami is talking about love, and Swami didn't mention Radha, mm-hmm. or Swami didn't mention Gopikas. But I think it is that fulfillment of that purity and that pining right. that Brindavan stands for of those time, and and so beautifully when Swami christened it as Brindavan, mm. uh, that is what you saw playing out in Bhagwan's life as now he came as Krishna, Sai Krishna. Yeah, the three sessions were something which was like there are no words to describe them. Swami comes to your level and makes jokes, and he. you know speaks to all of us and you know we are able to immediately associate and then he brings in an elder to speak and then he gives a talk and he puts everything in perspective so i remember professor venkatraman telling that uh, mr narsimhan there was this sanatan sarathi editor, editor narsimhan elderly gentleman and uh, he was a journalist and yes. he came here and he was a editor for sanatan sarathi and um, one of those days Swami told him, "Narsimhan, come on, speak to my boys." So he, he got up. He's an elderly man, you know, sitting on the floor. It was difficult. So you know the jula in Thrai. Yes. So there are these four pillars yes. on the four sides. So he was taking support of that pillar and speaking. Mm. And he was speaking, and suddenly Swami looked at him and smiled. And Swami said. ఏం నర్సింహ పాత జ్ఞాపకం వచ్చిందా మీన్స్ యు హ్ యు హ్ రిమెంబర్ ద పాస్ట్ అండ్ యు ఆర్ టచింగ్ ద పిల్లర్ బికాస్ హీ ఈస్ నర్సింహ కేమ్ అవుట్ ఫ్రమ్ ద పిల్లర్ వై ఆర్ యూ టచింగ్ ద పిల్లర్ అండ్ లీనింగ్ దిల్లర్ సో యు నో దీస్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ థింగ్స్ వర్ సో యు నో స్వామి వుడ్ జస్ట్ make so many such yeah. light hearted come I mean, you can't even imagine actually for devotees to imagine that song would be just joking like this yeah because then you know then he would bring in certain messages yes. see like for example i mentioned this even in the other day but it is so loving so you know when my birthday was there in um, i think in the year 99 um if i'm not mistaken so i made a card for swami and i said swami i want to play sitar for you on my birthday oh wow mm. <laughs> so swami said oh for your birthday you want to play <laughs> <laughs> then i thought uh, okay swami is not going to uh, give permission but uh, swami sent word from through the warden tell that uh, primary school boys tell them to come first mm-hmm. so three session i took my sitar and went and it was just a prayer that swami i want to offer something to you on my birthday so i had actually sat and practiced mm-hmm. i had practiced some few songs and um, so i had made a card and um, swami said ha okay call them so then i was playing sitar and then swami is playing talam wow. on the oh, wow. on the trai jula swami was sitting and then um, after one song i had to change to the other song and in sitar you have to change the fret mm. you have to move the fret and from the jula swami is telling see it is not straight make it straight <laughs> see it should be straight it should be mm. proper so you know every minute detail swami is and then after that of course 
Swami told our singers to sing, and mm. it was a beautiful music session. Mm. So you know there was nothing planned. There was no structure <laughs> to a thrai session. <laughs> At times, Swami would just come and sit and keep talking informally, and they would just and Swami said, "Okay, come on, it's time, let's go." Yes. Or sometimes there would be a discourse. Sometimes, sometimes for two hours. <laughs> yeah, it, it would just be on uh, some mm. topic or anything. So we had a beautiful music session that that mm. evening. Mm. So like that, you know, when you think Swami just gave himself. I mean, what are you? You are just a budding musician, just <laughs> learning to play a few. Songs. Not even a budding musician, <laughs> uh, just some but, enthusiast. I would say. But then you you can actually sit in front of the Lord and play, and He'll play talam. And in fact, the beauty is the purity of intention yes. that you have. When I was in Brindavan, there is to be this uh, room called Hanuman Chalsa room mm. in the ground floor, in the basement. Yes. So there is a small room where every day Hanuman Chalsa would be done in the evenings. So that was called Hanuman Chalsa room. So what I would do is early morning, I suddenly had this strong urge that I should practice sitar every morning. Wow! And so I would get up at three, and I would go and practice in the Hanuman Chalsa room, and. Um, Whatever I knew, I mean, I was just practicing Sarigama, Padanisa, Sanitanjan. Because I was playing harmonium, I would just practice bhajans as well. And uh, I remember very vividly one of my friends who came and said, What man? You are practicing as if you are going to play sitar in mandir every day of your life. <laughs> he said that. Wow. He said, You are practicing as if your Swami is going to give you a chance and every day you are going to play sitar. I said, See, I don't know <laughs> whether that will happen or not. But I don't know. I feel I should be ready. I should practice. Mm. But you won't believe it actually happened. Actually happened, yes. <laughs> it actually happened. <laughs> when he came to Parthi and Swami yes. suddenly told, you know, so for nearly two months, every day I was praying sitar. Yes, every day. Bhajans. Before bhajans for 15 yes. minutes. And then after that, it became alternate days. Yes. For nearly one and a half years, two years, it's unbelievable. Absolutely. I mean, I had no knowledge of what sitar was. I had no knowledge of what it is. Just interest and just the pining that yes. Swami, I want to do something that for you. pining in Vrindavan, that, that I want to do something for Swami. Exactly. I want to... Yeah. do something so that I can get a taste of his love yeah. wow fantastic <laughs> in fact um, I remember one incident during one of the mid-semester examinations in Pundavan the warden suddenly came up with this idea he was thinking how to raise the grades of the students so he said that whoever are among the top five in mid-semester they will be given the chance to sit in front mm-hmm. for threes. Mm-hmm. Because generally when you go inside three sessions, you have lots, right? Mm-hmm. So it all depends on, it will fall on your lap, the chance to actually, because that is the most coveted position. You can actually have Bhagwan's feet on your lap. I mean, <laughs> that <laughs> right. is how precious that chance is. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I remember, so I said, okay, this is one way. I mean, probably I can do it because I was, uh, my other second language was Hindi. So Hindi is not a very scoring subject. So, but I worked very hard that mid-semester and I came in the top five. Okay. Mm. <laughs> and and then I was uh, part of that. For one day, you get the chance to right. sit in the front. So that day, no lot. So royally, you can go and sit in the front. And so I, I went and sat in the front and Swami came. That registration started and I'm thinking, Swami, I've got this chance. You know, two, three months, two months of hard <laughs> Do work. Do something, Swami. <laughs> Do something. Two months of hard work, you know. I've got the chance. You should speak to me today. Please, you should speak to me. One line, something you should tell, you know. I'll remember. So, but the whole serialization started and I'm sitting there and, you know, I thought Swami will speak. Swami, will. Swami is actually speaking to so many boys that day, you know. And as it happens, you know, he will speak uh, everyone around you and not you. And that is how <laughs> it will make you feel even more miserable. Mm. And i like, 
and you cannot miss me and in fact i used to feel like even if you look at my face you'll know that there is so much of pining actually <laughs> <laughs> but you know nothing was affecting him and, and it is <laughs> so so it is going on and on and it is almost like one hour over and session is almost coming to an end actually and it is all i thought gone here one chance so much of effort and tommy didn't want to talk to me also and tommy was just about to get up and then suddenly tommy looked at warden and i said ah this boy Hmm. this boy his brother is there put up with put up with then warden took over ah yes tommy his brother is there put up with this that ah i know i know, I know. very good work all that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just just to <laughs> let me know that yes 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 i know hmm. i know i'm hearing hmm. i'm hearing don't i love this experience because that pining you know one and a half months of pining to get that chance to sit and then again pining to for that one word but you know it means so much you know that he is listening he is listening he is listening see when you are sitting just few centimeters away and is pretending that he is not <laughs> listening to you so it's the same you might be sitting thousands of miles away and you might think that he is not listening to you but hmm. he is listening to he you he is listening in fact one maybe time is running out but one beautiful experience which i had was in the year 99 when swami selected us for the drama convocation drama it was uh, me and my brother were selected as nakula and sahadeva mm. and the pancha pandavas yes. so there were two other brothers who were yudhishthira and arjuna mm. and bhima was there and we both were nakula sahadeva and uh, we were just handed over our uh, dialogues so we were actually in white and white and we were having papers where you know yudhishthira he will say this bhima will say this then arjuna will say this nakula will say and krishna will say this so that's how it was written and we were told go through this and swami may call any time and swami was in brindavan at that time swami may call so and you may have to you know tell your dialogues in front of swami you can hold your papers but you try to avoid it instantly swami called <laughs> where are the pandavas call them typical of swami <laughs> call the pandavas call the pandavas swami we have just got our <laughs> we have just got the dialogues the sheet is ah cheppandi <laughs> so we were literally standing in front of swami swami was sitting on the jula five of us and six of us were standing including krishna and five of us were standing there and we were just looking at our papers and reading our dialogues mm. that's all it was <laughs> now in that there was a scene there was a scene in which krishna was supposed to go uh, for that uh, messenger of peace yes so he was going to go for that messenger of peace so he is telling the pandavas that i want to go i'm going to go there and i'm going to try bringing peace and um, let me do that and come back so at that time you know everybody is like first of all totally surprised with the suggestion that uh, why should krishna take the risk of going alone to the kauravas they can do anything to him and uh, at that point nakula is supposed to have actually it is sahadeva but swami said nakula will <laughs> has to do it so my brother had to actually go and plead krishna and he had to tell him krishna please more than anything else in the world your safety is what matters the most to us mm. and we were just standing and we were reading the dialogues but at that moment my brother what he did was he just knelt down mm. and he looked at krishna the boy who was acting as krishna and he said krishna don't leave us mm. and don't uh, go we are and at that point swami suddenly choked oh Wow. Swami suddenly choked and you know in the year 99 it was very rare to see Swami choking because of course in yes. the later years Swami would express yes. the emotion more in the public but at that time it was still very rare yes. and for the first time we all were like 
totally shaken so he just choked mm. and uh, as if you know he was recollecting that yes. moment yeah. he was recollecting that moment and he just choked for that moment mm. and after that every single practice when that scene came he would choke Hmm. and even on the final day when the drama was drama happened when that moment came he choked so such a powerful thing like how god that is all lord wants he just wants us to tell that lord please be with us don't go don't <laughs> exactly that's all he want i think that's the only thing that he wants from us as swami says that you know if he wants anything from us it is only love and that also what he has given exactly <laughs> so you know i always associate brindavan with that pining yeah. it's that trying to do everything as an offering to the lord yes. and hridaya uh, brindavan yes. so our hearts have to be in brindavan all the time yes. and once we are having our hearts in brindavan i think we'll be all the time connected to the lord to prashanti nilayam to peace <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> beautiful thank you so much uh, brother sai prakash i know the saga of brindavan is unending unbounded so dear listeners If you want to continue this series we can go on endlessly because there are so many more stories of this nature but we'll pray to Swami and see how he guides this series that we started more than 25 weeks ago learning with love in Brindavan this was to commemorate the golden jubilee celebrations of the Brindavan campus and that happened so magnificently on June 9th this month where you had the vice president of India come and deliver a very beautiful address and you can watch this program on our website on our youtube channel so please do keep writing to us please tell us your thoughts on radio sai next today brother sai prakash shared uh, his perspective on what has gone behind this new initiative so please do share your thoughts what is it that you would like us to take up in radio sai next it's in a very formative stage what is it that you think will help people connect with swami help the children in your family help the young adults that you see who are friends of your teenagers please let us work together to take his message and make more lives beautiful around us as always you can send in your feedback to listener@radiosai.org you can also send us your comments on our whatsapp number we look forward to your questions your suggestions on our whatsapp number 9393258258 once again 9393258258 thank you so much sara prema swarup embodiments of love shanti ni lopalu unnadi kaani baite ledhu peace is within not outside outside no peace only pieces sairam you just heard an episode of our radio program outside inside deep inside this is a segment of radio sai's thursday live hosted by bishu prashti and today's episode was first broadcast on 27th june 2019 Dear listeners we hope you like this program please send us your feedback by either email or whatsapp Our email id is listener@radiosai.org and our whatsapp number is 9393258258 Thank you and loving Sairam from Prashant Nilayam